drive on lug nut. So, I guess there's nothing left to do but start the show. Mm-hmm. So, we're an automotive show. This is number one. 90 in the Projangers and Wallhangers Media Network. And this is, of course, Lugnuts. Welcome to Lugnuts. Welcome, gearheads. This week, we have the Jeep van. Off-roading style. Maserati, Neptune, and the new Tuno. MX-30 with a rotary. Supra with auto drift mode. And a caddy that flies. Literally. And more. Enjoy the show. Live on Blood Night. Drive on lug nuts indeed. And we want you to drive on over here to pjandwh.com where you're going to find all of the luggy and nuttiness and the very funniest moments right up top. And then you're going to find last week's Triforce podcast, the Mook Arena of Time, where we get guest star <laughs> Matthew Kennedy from the BOP, the Black Opinionated podcast, and the Not So Good Gamer on the Twitch channels, Big and Tasty 420. He popped in for a good chunk of the podcast. Gave us his view of everything, and it was a really, it was a really great podcast. So you definitely want to check that one out. Like last week's Lug Nuts podcast, that's how Shaq gets his Tesla. That's right. But we want to start on over here. Oh, we're going to start over first with an El Camino. This is a rendering by Oscar Vargas. Okay, who posted his work at. WB.artist20 at his Instagram feed. All right. If you go down, you'll see he pulled the photo and made it from. That's an original El Camino. Oh, yeah. And he made his photo from a Chevy Silverado 1500 pickup truck. Nice. So. 2019 <laughs> model, and he took the two of them, and he created... Did you just go down yeah. to the uh, pickup this truck is, photo? This is how it started. This is how it's going. Uh, you know what? I kind of like that one. Yeah. I don't like the, the back half, but the front half is... It's it, almost, I like it. Yeah, it's almost right. It's I don't, not quite perfect, but it is almost right. It's got that... It's four-wheel drive, I guess. Oh, yeah. It better than... Be. I. You know what? I yeah. like it better than those... Uh, pickup trucks with four doors. Yeah, it's a coupe. It's it's a coupe. It's a yeah. nice two two door truck, sedan. It's I wouldn't buy the one, Al- but I would, I like it. I wouldn't, but I do appreciate it. Yeah. Seriously, even though the back half hey, really it would it would haul ass. It's almost like they gave up on the back end, and they were like, "Look, uh, you got the general thing." Kind of right. Whatever. With, Go with uh, that. They did add some several details, like okay. the fender flares have the little rivets yeah. around the fender. Yeah. Uh, in the back end, I, I tr- probably trying to mimic the regular El well, Camino. Yeah, because the, that's that's a nice detail. The rivets. Being he he did it on like Photoshop or however artists do it. Hey man, like whatever whatever, whatever that, gets it. I think it it's amazing. Yeah, whatever gets it done, you know. That's what you could do. 
That's fantastic. What yep. do we have next? Next on the lineup is GM. Oh, I love this thing. So the Dodge Caravan is no more. So there's this is a rendering. Okay. Yes. Uh huh. This is this is a hat. This this looks awesome, doesn't it? Um, Concept drawing was inspired from the Chevy Opal 1960 and 1970, yet modernized (laughs) for the modern day. Yeah, very Chevy Chase in like 2077. Ah, ah, This is the Dodge Caravan Concept Wagon that was created by Garadina Danievo... By somebody with a really long and complicated name. I'm sorry, I can't pronounce your name. Vittorini? Back in 2016. So, I think it looks awesome. Giordano Vittorini? Yes. Yeah. Giordano Vittorini. Very nice. In, it, it Especially when you look at this, this concept art and you look at where he was drawing his inspiration from. Yeah, it's he's very keeping much all those, those... that, But the back... Uh, the, on the other drawing, I think the back, uh, that yeah, little, right should there. be a little, wow, I actually it like should be that. Kind of, I, I like that, although if, that's the thing though, you got to modernize it, although you would want those little like kind that. of circles from it the original. It looks rather large. Yeah, but you know, they're going still going from the original with the like, two-door. It is a bizarre you know? wing. Bizarre well, from there, it doesn't look that bad. We got a bizarre back ends on the front end of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Weird, wow. but that what what about that top? Hey, I don't know about that. Holy I don't know about effect. that back end. Holy mass effect, Batman. Yeah, it's like they have a spaceship hatch on yeah, the back that's... end and it's got these weird little um Nenu Nenu. Ears. It has yeah. like these ears that are folded yeah. down. I don't see how the back of that doesn't hit the uh, the roof every time. Are the Looney Tunes driving this? I don't know. Let's let's fly on over to the next story. But we have clay. They did. They designed it in clay, and this is what it looks all together. You know what? I'd like all to right. see it on the road. It doesn't all right. look that bad. From that angle, it does not look bad. The back end and the front end. That actually, especially with, looks like kind of like that panoramic roof, or maybe, I don't know, maybe a fucking... Uh, yeah, it looks like a panoramic yeah. uh, roof. And that doesn't looks, look bad. It looks great for for anything. And, that, you know, really? a nice, bold choice with the t- kind of teal color. Oh, yeah. but it's fantastic. It like, stands out. All like concepts. That. Yeah, it's, it's going to remain in our dreams. Yeah, it's and that's never, the only place it gets It's never going to be made. But... Unfortunately, this next story may actually come to fruition. Uh, A Cadillac that flies. That is like Westworld. The Cadillac E-Volt. Air taxi, and it flies. There should be other photos. (laughs) Were they watching Westworld? I mean, there should be three photos there. Tuesday, the revealed renderings of an autonomous... Vehicle powered by Cadillac branded personal aircraft mm-hmm. powered by batteries. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> this four-rotor aircraft is powered by a 60-kilowatt battery delivering top speed of 56 miles an hour. It is a single-person transport. And before you say this is stupid, automakers like Hyundai and Aston Martin are also working on this type of thing as well. Oh, since you said Aston Martin, holy shit. And Hyundai. I I mean, I mean, it's... There is a uh, car version, but I went with this story because it had better photos of the. Uh, well, let me just ask you this: thing. they are working on a two-seater version. So, you do can take you a want this? Do you want flying autonomous, you know, drones hovering all around and all that air, you know, all that noise and take off and landing i need i you need, get this and then uber's gonna just send a fucking autonomous drone that i to won't pick mind you up. that i won't mind that's not bad you know it just comes that. in so you uh, that would be perfect you can't it, it, you it, go into an operation you can't drive afterwards you call one of these yeah they pick you up afterwards you don't have to bother one of your friends or family members. And you better yet, your the hospital has their own. Yes. And they, they just set it up. They put you in there. They pull right. you in. All right, got to stop talking about that. That's a separate business altogether. All right. It's, yeah, it's called Uber. Altogether. They're going to... Cadillac they probably, all right, is going to get us. Yeah. We have no startup capital. We can't do it. <laughs> all right. We do this me. podcast for free. <laughs> yeah. All right. So... Uh, they're working on a two-seater model, and they also have a car version, but it's yeah. kind of like a lounge. It's an interesting they all, idea. All of them have the same description, like they're the first ones that thought of it. We're going to make it like a lounge. Yeah, we know. I don't know. I think Elon already has it. the plans for this, and he's just waiting for Mars. He's like, nah, we're going to have he's not, I don't think he's going to bother no. with this, but he could probably dream we'll something, something up rather quickly. Yeah. He's got something rolling around in that genius brain of his. It's probably in the back right now. But he's what's Maserati doing with the Neptune? Look at this Maserati. Wow, like the god this of the This looks like himself. something from Batman. I might have covered this, but it, it's in the news again, and there's a new engine. With mm. a confusing name. It does look it. like out of Batman with the name out of the Roman god of the sea, Neptune. And it kind of has that trident kind of look to it, you know? That very, like, Aquaman. You could see Jason Momoa stepping out of one of them. Mm-hmm. There are the sides on the Picarillo. Sure. Yeah, it's close enough. Yeah. Work that details the design philosophy behind the Neptune. He wanted to take design cues from Maserati's race car past. Okay. Blah, 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 Fangio. There you that's, go. There's yada, yada, blah, yada. blah, blah, Fangio drove for us. That's yeah. that's what it is. Yada, yada, it yada. It is powered by a twin-turbo V6 that produces 630 horsepower. Oof. Man, that's a monster. Oh, yeah. I, I hope they don't change it. I'd love to see one of those things on the road and sell a lot of them. Can you imagine that's that? That's amazing. It's your daily driver. Uh, and it has most. <laughs> and it has a Formula E powertrain. Oh, there you go. From Formula E. Nice. 
This is racing technology being delivered to the masses. And need some side This is how it starts that. with like stuff like this. And we need people to buy it so it can get cheaper for the rest of us. Yeah, because if you look at this, this is pretty it's much like coming. a pod right here because you have oh, all yeah. these air dams right on the either side. It's probably side. got way more, you know, and it's very skillfully designed, especially aer- aerodynamically because you have these experts. I'd love crafted. to see where the batteries work. Yeah. Are there fo- other photos below? Um, uh, Here we go. We got a little uh, aggressive like and stylish concept. From the top, it's got a huge... And there you go. Window. That's without that little bottom yeah, air dam. And it's still very, it almost, I kind of get like an NSX kind of vibe from it. Yeah. There's probably no storage. No. God. What do you have to carry with you in that? This. 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 Uh, it, it just this. needs one cup holder. And then that, I think that's pretty yeah, like, easy to add in. It's like the, the Lexus uh, LFA, I think it is. Yeah. No cup holders. Really? I know it's a driving experience, Lexus, but... Who are you, German? I get parched on long journeys. (laughs) The Germans. What do you need a cup holder for? You're driving. You know what they could put in this to make it confusing? The new Tuno. This is their new engine. And we got some sexy engine shots here for you. Okay. The twin turbo V6 that produces 630 horsepower. Say it slow. Say it slow. 630 horsepower at 7,500 RPMs and 730 Newton meters, Mm -hmm. 538 foot pounds of torque. Oh, yeah. Take all that. 3,000 and 5,500. RPMs. It almost looks like an alien spacecraft. If you were to put this in like a George Lucas film, you'd be like, holy shit, those this, guys mean business. This part I find interesting. It revs up to 8,000 RPMs and has a firing order of 163425. It's very specific. They were very specific about that. Sounds very Maserati to me. It's all the just engine a, is very specific. It's to counteract the firing and the movement of the engine. So one six three two four five. It's. I'll tell you why they do it. Actually, really. I'll, well, I'll tell you what the yeah. output is. It boosts specific power output of two hundred and ten horsepower liters. That represents the first new engine development by Maserati in 20 years. Holy shit. Yeah. They haven't did it. They, they haven't made a new engine in 20 years. Hey, man, it takes planning. It takes planning and time. You can't just rush great. Well, it's, let's let's full, go through the engine photos one more time since it took 20 years to. <laughs> That's what I'm do. saying. It's, it's very a, nice. It's a fantastic looking engine. Oh, yeah. I think it looks uh, great in gorgeous. these publicity photos. Yeah. Very but, gorgeous. But we'll see how practicality works with it. Because yeah, it's a Maserati. I don't want to be the wet blanket. practicality word. It's a Maserati. I don't want to be a wet blanket, but engineers aren't always right. No, 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 they're right. It's just not built right always in their own way. They're right in their own way, like we all are. That sounds like being wrong with extra steps. It might be. might be. But what do you think about a rotary engine? Not bad in certain practical uses, like well, maybe this next door. it's U.S. bound for the MX-30 electric vehicle. Okay. 
to the U.S., it will get a rotary engine. All righty. Mazda revealed the offbeat MX-30 concept October of 2019. Ah, oh, it's just an You know what? It's probably very practical. That half door, you'd be like, I am so glad I have it. But if you don't have it, you'd be like, I hate it. Looks like a hatchback. It's a new hatchback. Yeah, it That's is what a hatchback. It is. It's a new hatchback. It's, it's, they raised the uh, fender panels so you think it's an SUV. It's low like a car. They have that... that It has to be low because of the battery. It's that plastic lip around the side that makes it almost look like a Subaru. You know what I mean? Like what they do at the Outback. Mm-hmm. They give it that little plastic lip. I don't know. I mean... Well, well, it's like a car. Well, that's not bad. If you remember a car before battery packs, that underneath is always battery pack. That's why it, it looks like yeah. an SUV. It's all the battery now. Oh, there it is. See? From that black part down is all battery. And I'm sure that's some kind of... Under the hood, we have a 35.5 kilowatt battery and a range of 124 miles. Not very good. No, not at all. In Europe, it sells for the equivalent, say total, tons of batteries. The equivalent, about $37,000. And you only get 100 and some miles? Yep. And you get a backup rotary engine. That's that little thing in the front. We saw a car half this size go four times that amount mm-hmm. in previous news. This, and I, I will say this is probably not the most up-to-date technology. And they had better doors. Yeah. I mean, I didn't like those either. But, I mean, this, it does look like a Mazda. It looks, it looks like a It looks like a fun car that I'm, I wouldn't. I just think you need a ba- a beefier battery for this cuz all right that's yeah. a nice back seat. You have a nice interior going. The car generally looks very pleasant, but you got to you got to step those numbers up, rookie. Yeah. Well, there will likely be no mechanical connection from the engine to the drive wheels, such as on the BMW uh, i3 and the Chevy Volt. So <sighs> This We're going that is way. Mazda dipping their toe into the battery market. I mean, is with anything going to be connected to anything? You're going to need that backup rotary with 124 miles. You're going to run out quick. Is anything going to be connected mechanically anymore? No. They're just switching all to go by wire, which is fine, but you really... Unless you have... <sighs> wait, wait, wait. Are you telling me there's, there's never going to be an electrical problem ever in the future? I'm just saying, man, there's a lot <laughs> of ways that can go wrong, man. 124 I'm, miles. Call me old-fashioned. I really like a good old-fashioned mechanical connection. And I think they stuff. might be uh, puffing those numbers. 124 miles on a full charge. Mm, really? Yeah. No. It's. I think it's good-looking. It is good-looking. It's a but... good-looking vehicle, but... Mm, it's it's like a good looking person that has nothing upstairs in the brain, man. You know, if I was it's elderly, not go far. If I was elderly and I only had to drive to the store and church, it'd be perfect. And you had a you know EV charger and a you know yeah, and then they hooked all that up and they showed me how to use it because I could because it's simple to use. Yeah, you just cram it in the uh, hole. Giggity, but That's right. It's a hatchback. It had a space in the back, so you can obviously fold down those rear seats and use it for practical uses. But, I mean, unless you have charge stations, 
and quick charging readily available to you. I really see that's this why as you need not the, going the, the range far. and even to charge it, it still takes a half hour. Yeah, you know. So, man, I can't wait to get over to the other side of town as soon as my car charges in a half hour. You know, yeah. so it's still. Uh, I think batteries are still a ways off, but batteries not included. Remember when people had to actually learn to drift? Toyota, maybe. Toyota Research Institute. <clears throat> I didn't watch this. I don't know what's on it. The Toyota Research Institute added a auto drift mode on their Supra. Oh, auto, man. you don't have to learn to drift. You just push a button. See, it just drives itself. He does not even touch in the wheel. Hey, everybody, he's a phony. This guy's a big, fat phony. He's not actually doing that. Engineers are conducting research into how to bring together the in- instincts of a professional race car driver and the automated driving technology. In in that light, I think it's fantastic. It is. I mean, especially with just what autonomous what you can do with autonomous cars, because it it is all basic math, really. They have found the perfect way of mixing important work and unadulterated fun. It looks like it's a lot of fun. Wouldn't yeah, you love going, going to work? To work. <laughs> Sideways. I can't, I can't wait to get to work. Why? What are you guys doing? Dude. <laughs> well, Stanford University's Dynamics Design Laboratory led to the proof of concept architecture capable of controlling rear wheel drive vehicles in drift. Yeah. Using brake steering and propulsion. There's a gearhead somewhere there in Stanford that had oh, to yeah. write like a doctoral thesis and it was like, I'm gonna write it on drifting. You know you what? You can't stop me. It's gonna be fantastic. I'm going to blow the world away. This man deserves a medal. I mean, he got a he probably got a PhD, but I don't know who did it, so we'll just assume Stanford. I don't think credit. that I don't think that's a high enough honor for this man. Well, they've been working on it since 2008. Perfection takes time. Absolutely. God, this so, is your sponsorship. Eventually, your car will drift you there. Yeah, man. That'd be cool when you could, like, I want to go to work, but I want to drift, and you could just hit the drift. And I want to go to work, but I want to go to work and It'll style. be legal. It'll be safe. You'll around every corner. Nobody will care. You're just drifting in your lane as the person, as the car in front of you is just coming but, the same But then speed. again, in hunt, it won't be so special. <laughs> it won't. It won't. You just feel like that. That guy's got drift mode engaged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be fun, though. It would be fun on the roads. Probably not after a big meal. You wouldn't want that. That'd be bad. They should probably re- they should retcon that into like minority <laughs> minority report where you see some some cars going up like the vertical ramp, yeah, like skirt sideways. Oh, he has. Drift you know, mode. someone would be doing that. <laughs> That's an illegal drift mod. Get him. You know, somebody. I imagine there has to be an illegal drift mod coming. So, would you believe in the next story? Well, let me start this way. Do you like? paying subscriptions no you know what people who buy bmws and audis they don't like it either really yeah no bmw and audi are canceling or 
pausing their vehicle subscription program. We're just going to hit the pause button. Our intent with the pilot was to learn about the vitality of the subscription mode and mm-hmm. to gauge the customer's interest. I will tell you right now. Turns out, boss, they don't like it. Turns out they fucking hate it. They really? say they're never going to buy an Audi or BMW again. Huh. Oh, wonderful. Thank uh, you. It's okay. Give them a free oil change. They'll come back. Oh, okay. Then I'll buy one new one then. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I could have told you that subscription service wouldn't work, especially in this They're developing age. their program to better screw you. I mean, better serve you. I must have misspoke. It's a clear uh, misspeak, <sighs> but... No, I mean, it, it, it was an interesting idea, subscription service. I think there were other brands that they, hopped on that, too. I, I don't want to have to pay a subscription service for my car to drive itself. That's that's just... This. I mean, yeah, it is a shitty thing to this. do, but... Nasty I mean, taste in my it mouth. should just... Like Elon with Tesla, it's that just car, a feature that say, you have to buy. You have to buy the update, I believe. That car is hideous. What is it? Uh, it's, it's hideous. I, I don't. I have no it's idea. It's purple. It's like you did. They the took a BMW. What's it? Uh, three series was that yeah. the one with the four, a little one, and they just stretched it a bit. Yeah, with silly weird. putty. Oh, anyway, it's a bit weird. Next, let's take a bite out of apple. Take a bite out of crime. Apple and Hyundai are moving forward. Their factory will be in Georgia. Okay. A new factory in the U.S. capable of producing 400,000 vehicles a year, with around 100,000 of them being from this joint venture. So so the Apple whatever, you'll get about 100,000 vehicles. The vehicle should go on display 2022, and it'll take about five years. I'm really interested to see how this one's going to play out, because typically, from what I have seen, Apple phones, comparatively to Android phones, have more problems linking to a lot of manufacturers bluetooth <laughs> bluetooth systems and stuff like that i would laugh so, if when it comes out that apple won't pair with the with the car <laughs> that would be hilarious and then you call up the dealer like <laughs> yes how can i help my my bluetooth isn't connecting i'm sorry you have to wait you have to call apple and you have to this is the apple the car i bought the apple car yeah you have to wait for the up uh, the recent apple update it's coming no! in about two months we're we're sorry but you can't drive your car until you get the apple update i can't drive my apple car until two months that's what i see coming i'm getting a loner right i'm just that one can't, it's not working <laughs> <laughs> They're waiting for the update too. That I just see so many problems when you're pairing with Apple. No, they will I'm give sorry. you a loaner, but it'd just be a standard one of these. As other long as Hyundai has more of a control over the car than I think Apple. Hyundai's are relatively uh They're probably just gonna use their technology and then yeah. that's where they're gonna get fucked. I think Hyundai's are relatively reliable, so it should be fine. They are Legos. Apples so. are Apple's a computer company, so 
you add a little Legos, you add some apples, and then you have a joint venture here. So it's not... I think they're just going to slap an Apple logo on something else. It's not a bad idea. I just want Android to pick a better company. I think the Apple's... (laughs) Android is not... No one's lining up to be with Android. Maybe Google. I think what Hyundai is going to do is they're just going to slap an Apple logo on whatever they were going to make. Look. It's the Apple version. We haven't been developing it's this for the last I-car. 10 years. I care how much you want to bet they're going to We haven't been working on the battery technology for the last 25 years. How much you want to bet they're going to be calling that shit the iCar. I fucking call it right now on Podcast 190. They're going to call that shit the Someone's fucking iCar. I guarantee that shit. It's just like Apple. What are you going to call your tablet? I don't know. How about an iPad? You know, SNL made that bit. Um, nah, fuck it. We're good to still roll with it. The best is the uh, internet thing where they said that when grandparents misunderstood and it was like pads for your eye. Yeah. An iPad. <laughs> she got, they got you two of them. <laughs> you know? And now I guarantee you that shit's going to be called the iPad. Depending iCar. on how you feel about off-roading, you might need an iPad after this. Two of them. <laughs> the next story, we're going to okay. talk about Jeep. It's okay. Grandma got me two iPads last year. Here it is. Give a look. Give a big oh boy. look. This is the Jeep van rendering. There's another photo below. This one has the open doors and the six <laughs> That's seats. a different van down by the river. Six or uh, eight. Okay. Mountain There's van. another one. The iconic seven-slot grill doors, fender flares. Yeah. And... Rear hatch top are all from the current Wrangler. Okay. And then you have this one. The van cabin can be configured for a sleeping compartment, roof rack, bed apparatus. Oh, so they look, they're, they're looking to sell you something. Yeah, because here you have this one, which is it the does. van look. You can definitely have a bed in the back. You uh-huh. can have your roof rack going on any kind of expeditions. It'd be perfect if you could fold it down. Take pictures of like, squirrels or something. I can see it. You, now I can see it for like all, for off-road. Serious. It's Jeep. You know, they're, they're made for modifying, you know? I mean, you see and this people is the perfect driving, body line for it. I mean, you, you know? see people driving a Jeep around like... I got it for a little snow, really. Yeah, okay. little old woman with a fucking six-speed. I've driven a Jeep. car all my life in the snow, and you know what? I've always got to work on time, <clears> except <throat> once. Yeah, no, because snow was higher than my car. So, if even if you have an SUV, if you're in this, you might not have a problem. No, this no. one will be fine. And you got a winch, so you just put yeah. to a tree. Although your next, you'll to get field. to work on time. You'll definitely get to work on time with this one. I think it looks that one looks the other one with the end with the the other one below looked less yeah. ridiculous. That looks so. That They're one all in desert areas, mind you. That Th- looks. This like is a not for urban thing. use. Yeah. This is not. Oh, let me get the kids to soccer. If you're getting the kids to soccer, you should hear like bombs going off and shit around you. There should be turmoil. So if we're going on a lengthy off-road adventure, yeah. I would pick this. There you go. That's what it's for. You can now, have beds in the back. Obviously, if you're going It on would be the... perfect for like it I wonder how many beds you can fit in the back. Could you fit four beds in the back? You know what, man? You just get a big, It would be tight. You get a big bed and then storage underneath and then you could probably actually have like a little mini kitchen Depends with like on, a hot I think, plate. 
I think it depends on Mini fridge. how uh, you could have like one of those fold out camping stoves. You oh just, yeah, it's a Jeep. See, that's what's in the top. The uh, camping there you go. equipment, and then you just have like a little fold out table. You pop in there, and depends yeah. on I think you how can do a lot of stuff with that. Low the seats fold down. Yeah, with how many beds you could fit in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it says a. Elegant body that promotes a stretched roof storage system for lengthy adventures. Uh, it's not the one I wanted. No. Well, I mean, it still does have a lot of promise. Well, there's something then... in here about uh, bunk beds. Yeah, there it is. Bunk sleeping, beds. You can get sleeping qu- sleeping quarters instead of the uh, back part. So you can just get a sleeping part. Sleeping quarters. Yep. This this is your allotted quarter. This is your bunk. What it probably is is the passenger and driver's seat, and it's like a camper. You get yeah. you get two beds and that's it. Yeah, two beds and then two you beds just have and all a stuff on top of that table with a light switch. Yeah, yeah. But if you're off roading, going uh, long distances, doing something, but give it to those. If you're doing something people? like kayaking or surfing and going to some place remote. If they offer that just off of the jump, imagine imagine with that space what the modding people will be able to do with something like this. You'll be able to have. Oh, I see pre- zombie people. You'll, you know those you'll people have a mansion that make inside zombie, there's and there's a mansion. zombie apocalypse cars. Oh like, yeah. Okay. We're at oh, the yeah. apocalypse, and you know what we all did? We all went home. Bought a jeep. Well, we all wrapped this up and went home. Speaking of wrapping it up, that's the end of this podcast. Short news week. There's a couple stories about SUVs I just couldn't put in my mouth. I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. But I hope you could go to pjandwh.com. Check us out. Mm -hmm. Check our videos. Like, like, share, and subscribe. Don't shoot. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Shoot us an email at pjandwh.com. Click on the contact us, type in your message, and hit submit. Absolutely. And we will love to hear from you. I tell you, it doesn't matter if you drive a Maserati or a Ford Roadster. Nothing rolls without lug nuts. <laughs> we'll see you next week, gang. Super crazy. <laughs> drive on. <laughs> Holy Mass Effect, Batman. Yeah, it's like they have a spaceship hatch yeah, on the back end, and it's got these weird little... Um, nanu, nanu. Ears. Blah, 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 blah. Fangio. There you but go. There's yada, yada, blah, yada. blah, blah. Fangio drove for us. They're right in their own way, like we all are. That sounds like being wrong with extra steps. It might be. Right now. Turns out, boss, they don't like it. Turns out they fucking hate it. Play on my tangers. That was a good segue. Our Island Kelly. I noticed the last podcast that the uh, the old Beardo here was starting to make like a Twin Peaks thing. Yeah, I did nothing. In opposite directions, so I trimmed it, and I feel a lot better. I think it's my nice normal devil stash. I, I, I washed it. I try to comb it, and that's it. Yeah. No, I trim. You have to comb it. Because you have to comb all the stuff out of it. Yeah. I comb and trim. Anyway. These beard grooming tips by Perjanger.
Bye-bye, gang. We'll see you next week. It was super crazy cold. Mm. Live on Bloodline. Now that it's over. There we go. And scene. Hit subscribe. Check out Lugnut's playlist right above my head, right above his head. You're going to find the very best Per Jenkins Wild Hackers video for you. And then, of course, we want you to hit like and subscribe and comment below. Make sure you hit that notification bell so you see all the latest Per Jenkins and Wild Hackers videos. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>